0: hello my name is Xavier Mercado and this is spearhead conversations today I'm joined by a special guest Jesse and Lisa Marie Franco Garcia (laughs) (laughs) Um, for a couple years now I've I've known these two I will call them a power couple Um, in the real estate game they are they, they are the takeover They are the Beyonce and Hova, (laughs) but it's, it's been a, it's been a pleasure getting to know them. Um, I've been trying to get this together for this episode together for so long. And I'm just, I'm excited that we have them here with us today. So without further ado, how you doing, Jesse? How you doing, Lisa?
1: Good morning, doing amazing. Thank you for having us here on your podcast. We're excited to be here.
0: Absolutely,
2: doing great this morning, and finally excited to be able to collaborate with you and oh, you know, get on the podcast.
0: You guys are like, man, I, I just just watching what you do with EXP, man. Like, it's just, it's, it's amazing. I mean, the the network that you've grown. I mean, you've even helped me with through the podcast and throwing people my way, uh, connections, and I I just love it because it's always like this open channel of we're here to help you that's right we're here to help you evolve so like i i've been watching believe me i follow and it's 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 great seeing what you guys do for the community yeah
2: thank you man i I think it's important that once you're to the door you you got to try to put others to the door as well
0: yeah i i it's, it's it's that karma you know what i mean it's um it it you you give something positive out to the universe without expecting something in return it comes back tenfold you know so i um seeing your growth though uh from i mean two years ago to where you're at right now man it's just holy cow you know just watching um you know it's just been great so um i want to ask the questions but we, uh, that's for the interview. Okay. So, uh, you guys ready to jump in? Yeah, let's, let's go. go. Okay. Where were you born? Start off with you, Lisa. All
1: right. Um, yes, start with me. I'm older. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was born here in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, born and raised here. I lived a bit in Texas, in San Antonio, Texas, and I also lived in Salinas, California, but Milwaukee's home for me.
0: Oh. Yeah. How about you, Jesse?
2: Same thing. I uh, grew up on the south side of Milwaukee, Walker's Point community, um, Born and raised here my whole life. Um, my family roots are my mom's side, Texas, my dad's side, Mexico. Oh, nice.
0: Nice walker point. Um, um my dad, he grew up on six and pierce. Okay, okay. So it's, it's yeah. right there. I and think the neighborhood's changing a lot, man. man mm-hmm. I love it. That's right. amazing. Um, I got family that has a has a plant slash salon right there too so it's okay. yeah man it's seeing the hotels go up seeing the the murals on the buildings that that whole area yeah man yeah it's
2: excited mm-hmm. to see the you know the uh the change coming to the community um i, I think it's going to be good and you know um i think it's needed you know
0: yeah yeah but the the, the neighborhood is yeah it, the, on the, uh, the the upcoming You know, I I I was telling
1: Jesse that uh, what's exciting about seeing Walker's Point grow is that it's a lot of people in our community who are having the businesses, you know, so they're in their community, in our communities and having businesses in the community. That's most exciting to us.
0: Oh, yeah, man. Like I said, man, I I came from low income growing up and and barely seeing anything to to now what's evolving. You know, it's great. Milwaukee has something going on. So um, definitely. For sure. Uh, How was your childhood, both of y'all? I let Lisa go first.
1: For me, um, it was it was good. I grew up uh, going to a Catholic school, um, private schools. Um, you know, I, I was I have two older brothers. i the baby girl, uh, so I was always you know protected and you know definitely kept out of trouble and stuff like that. Me, so.
0: I got an older brother, and then we have one baby sister, so that's how it goes. Yep. You
1: <laughs> <laughs> get it. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't know a lot of people <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they can't me yeah. you know
0: yeah oh yeah contained. definitely yeah.
2: yeah for me for me it was kind of like the opposite man you know mom single mom did her thing um, there was eight of us total. I'm the fifth kid I got five sisters and two brothers um, fifth child uh, but troubled youth man I got a, I got myself in some trouble as, yeah. as, a, as a kid uh, obviously you know growing up in that neighborhood there was a lot happening at that time. Definitely. um a lot around us, and uh kind of got sucked into that life and um, you know, I always say that you know it's it's one thing when people are going down the wrong road, mm-hmm. I was running down the wrong road, that oh. was a whole different intensity, oh but you know, it. so fast forward though i'm 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 grateful for it all because to be honest to you, you can't regret no parts of the story because the story mm-hmm. is what makes you you know
0: yeah, i mean uh before I moved to well we moved in ninety seven but after high school, you know i Man, it was just a blur. Like yeah. Drake just rolled through. It was a blur. Uh, but um, lifestyle, man, being on the south side, homeless, you know, thankful to friends that, you know, took me in for time beings, but running down that, that, that with the wrong crowds and, and literally, you know, getting into things that shouldn't have been in. Yep. And it, it took that one incident, and that one incident, you know, when life, fla- yeah, when life flashes before your eyes and you know change needs to come, yep. embrace it. Yep. Definitely. You yeah, know, but um, so growing up, so did you grow up in Milwaukee at the same time, both of you?
1: I'm older. I'm about five years older than him. I did. Oh. Um, just lived a bit in Texas, lived a bit in California, but yeah, I'm raised here most of my life here in Milwaukee by yeah. my
0: mom. Oh um, wow!
2: And. Yeah. You know, I've always hung out with people older than me. I was always the youngest one in the group of friends that I've kind of came up with. For so, sure. So, you know.
1: He always says, uh, as friend. he stirs his cup, he, he prefers a more <laughs> mature conversation. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I have, too. Uh, I mean, the mother of my, my twins, she's she's seven years old than okay. Okay. So, it's I like I've always... I looked like a baby, though. So, there was no way of getting into any spots I... I before the age of 21, because yep. man, if I showed you a picture of how I look, <laughs> baby, bro. <Yeah? laughs> so, how did you guys meet?
2: All right, so, um, I, I worked at a high school, I took a, a job, um, as a passion project at South Division High School, one of the neighborhood high schools I grew up in. And you know, years ago, that was actually one of the first high schools I went to, and I actually got kicked out of that high school. Oh, that wow. was there about two months, and the principal that kicked me out, I had a chance to go back and work for him years later. So, you know, things come full circle and I was yeah. grateful for the opportunity. Um, I was w- running a program, working with the troubled teenagers, the mm-hmm. at-risk youth. We're, our job was to try to de-escalate conflict within the schools Yeah, with student to students, students and parents, students and teachers. You know, we were pretty much, you know, right in the middle. So obviously schools have their guidance counselors. They have their school psychologists, but they were, this program was a little bit different. They were looking for somebody with life experience, street experience. That would mm-hmm. go into these real situations, because that's a neighborhood high school, you know. Yeah. And and um, uh, this program was really unique. I had a chance to work for it. Then I became the supervisor. And you know, one of my coworkers was her niece. And uh, just from you know parties and hanging out, you know, we had a chance to kind of uh, collide. And you know, our our energy came together. Mm-hmm. And and um, you know, I I, I kind of knew though. You know, I always tell her I kind of knew. <laughs> yeah. She didn't know, but I kind of knew. I was yeah, like, yeah. Oh, no idea. <laughs> You don't even know yet, but that's gonna be my lady.
0: Yeah, for sure, man. I, I the way it, with my wife was, I was, I was at a bar with one of my buddies, and he was scrolling on his phone, and he didn't have the privacy screen, so I looked over and I saw her face, and I'm like, who's that? Mm-hmm. Little did I know that. Her best friend was bartending at the bar we were at. Oh, wow. And then just all the pieces came together. You know, um, you talked about, you know, your past. It was, it was upcoming was rough. Yep. What altered your path?
2: Well, it was a lot. I can't even say it was, you know, like one particular incident. I think it was just a, a, a compounding of a little bit of everything. You know, mm-hmm. the streets get tiring after a while. You know, uh, a lot of betrayal, a lot of loss, a lot of pain. Mm-hmm. And the reality is, um, you know, that gets old and, Yeah. and I don't think it's still, you know, I love the neighborhood I grew up in, always have a special place in my heart, but the reality is I think that we need to all get outside of our box and we need to travel and we need to experience life. And until I started to travel up until the age of 17, I never really left that neighborhood 18. Yeah. Oh wow. And then, you know, as a young adult, I started to, you know, get introduced to entrepreneurship and I started to travel and my mind started to expand you know, started getting, getting around a new group of friends and new environments. And it really started to kind of give me permission to pursue other things, you know, like, dang, you mean to tell me I can really have that? You mean to tell me I I can really do that? Yeah. So I think seeing something else is sometimes what it takes for for, to start to kind of give yourself permission of of what's possible for you, you know? So for me, I just got tired of, of, uh, you know, just that lifestyle was just, I was outgrowing that situation, you know, and, and, uh, you know, that that was kind of what, what did it for me. It was a combination of things. Obviously, I've had friends killed. I've had friends, mm-hmm. you know, going to prison. I've I've been through a lot of stuff personally as well. Yeah. And uh, you know, that stuff just gets older eventually, you know. You start to ask yourself, like, what do I want to do different in my life? You know?
0: Yeah. Well, this is what we're gonna do. Hey, my boy came up. <laughs> so now you're doing this program where you're giving back to the community. You meet Lisa. The 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 that's my woman.
2: <laughs> yeah, she, she didn't know it. I was manifesting it.
0: Uh, there you go. Um how how long before uh then did you guys come together and then um how long after that did you start real estate?
2: Yeah, so um we got to we started talking at the end of two thousand and ten. We started getting serious in the beginning of two thousand eleven. Um I would say our entire relationship because i've been an entrepreneur for the last 20 years i've owned all kind of businesses different investments tried stuff made money lost money you know fell on my face you know some things didn't work and you Mm -hmm. know tried it but i'm not scared to try anything Mm -hmm. though i think that's beautiful i put my own money up and you know my mentor used to always tell us that to double your rate of success you got to be willing to double your rate of failure but most people won't are too scared to fall on their Mm -hmm. face and publicly fail for me I know that I just don't care. Something's going to work. Something's yeah. going to hit. So I've always just tried things, you know. But fortunately, you know, our entire relationship since the beginning of us being together, we were in business, in business. Th- from day one. Yeah. Right. That's like, awesome. listen, you're with me. You're, you know, she, she, she always laughs because one of the first things I told her when we first got together is like, listen, I understand the life of an entrepreneur. It's like a roller coaster, mm-hmm. it's not all up. You know, everyone yes. just thinks that's what it is, but that's not real life. You know, it's, yep. it's a roller coaster. There's going to be a lot of peaks and valleys, you know. So I says if you know strap on you know what I told her because this <laughs> is gonna be, this is gonna be a ride yeah and I knew what it was because that's what it was prior to me and her being together and I knew that this is why you know sometimes there's conflict in a relationship with an entrepreneur when one's an entrepreneur and the other one is just working a, a, a traditional job sometimes there could be friction just because those are different lifestyles oh for sure
0: how do how did you feel Lisa when you first met? he's 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 narrating right now but how <laughs> how did it feel you know. Um, when you found out the type of man he was,
1: I was attracted to it. I loved it, you know. And he um helped open my mind, you mm-hmm. know, and put other opportunities in front of me. And I felt like that helped a lot of my growth. It changed, um, it elevated me, you know, in in all kinds of ways. So I I strapped on my buckle and yeah. I'm, I'm here for the ride up and down. Yeah,
0: you know, uh, thirty two years it took me, man. 32 years. And I, I say that proudly because, you know, like you said earlier, you can't deny the past. The past is who you are. Mm-hmm. And um, 32 years of talking and just saying things that I wanted to do, pitching ideas to friends, hoping they'd listen. Hopefully they back me up. It was the advice that I, you know, I, I got it in my senior year of high school from my one of my teachers that she's a clo- dear close friend now. Uh, but she said, "Don't be afraid of investing yourself."
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: it's kind of like what your mentor mm-hmm. told you, um, and and I finally did. Yeah. And not only did I do it, I dove in, and, and you know the success that I've had in this i just made a year, you know. Fifty two interviews, yeah, fifty two weeks, you know. Awesome. Congrats. But it's it's this empowering feeling mm-hmm. and I, I can see that with you both, you know, and all the events that I've I've been to that you guys have put together. Remember the Brewers the event. The Brewers event, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? It's it's just I, I that was a fun event. It was <laughs> You know I mean? even the unloading of all the stuff that right. you guys brought. But uh you know, it, it's it's seeing when you two are together that type of that passion that you have for what you're doing. So when you're saying your story, it, it does click, if, at least for me. Um, what draws you passionately to to pursue the career you're in right now?
2: You know, like real estate, I can't say initially that I chose real estate. Um, 2015, I remember um, my wife and I, my, my wife took me out for my birthday to Potawatomi. We rent a hotel there. We're staying there. We're hanging out, you know, just drinking, um, gambling a little bit. And the next morning, we wake up, um, breakfast in bed, pretty much, order room service, and then she gets a call from her job she's Mm -hmm. been at for nine years. They let go of 30 people, and she was one of them. Wow. So I went from seeing her happy, we just had a great night the night before, to where everything just changed in in that Mm -hmm. phone call. And for the first time in our entire relationship, she actually looked scared. And as a man, I kind of felt like... So previous to that, you know, we, you know, I owned a tattoo shop as an investor for about five years with a childhood friend of mine. I'm not an artist, by the way. I'm just just partnered with a a friend of mine. Um, And then we had an online business that was doing really well. As we started to kind of exit out of some of those businesses, I was in between kind of like, what am I going to go do next? going to reinvent myself. Mm -hmm. And right around that time is kind of when we stepped out. So our, some of our income was shrinking during this time. And then this happens. You know, so for the first time in our whole relationship, I actually seen she look scared, like, damn, what are we going to do? And as a man, you know, you start to kind of question, well, damn, now it's time to roll up the sleeves. We got to get back to work. Whatever we got to do, we just got to make something happen. Mm -hmm. So that's what kind of started the pursuit of that. I remember at the hotel, I made a phone call to a guy that I knew that had a lighting company. I just says, hey, man, I want to sit down, meet with you, see if there's any way we can potentially work alongside each other. Lined up a meeting with him the next morning, drive to the meeting. I struck a business deal the next day and launched the business the very next day. What? Mm-hmm. That business <laughs> hit, <yeah>. Goodness, this man. <laughs> that that business, I didn't know nothing about the industry. I remember going to work alongside of him almost about a month for free just to learn the game. Yeah. See, most people won't do that. Yeah. Every, every you know, for me, I just know that there's always a price that somebody has to pay. And I'm like, well, this is going to be the price that I got to pay to learn the game. Yeah. So I just showed up. I learned how to price. I learned how to sell. I learned uh, the, the product and, and and pretty much hit the ground running. I ended up building a sales team. I ended up being a in, building an install team for that company. It was a commercial lighting company. Yeah. And during around this time that this was happening, I was, you know, me and my wife were talking, she's kind of mentioned real estate in the past. And I was like, so she started to put her uh, applications back out there in the industry she was just in, and yeah, you know, yeah she'll for tell me you it that. was
1: like I was worried. You know, circle back to the day at the hotel. I was worried, you know, because at that point I wasn't his wife. I was just his girlfriend. So for me, it's yeah. like, oh my gosh, like what? What am? What am? You know, we just sold our book of business, and mm-hmm. you know, this is this is scary here. Um, but losing my job was scary, you know. And then for me, at the time, I I before. I got with Jesse, I was going to school for nursing. So for me, it was always I love to help people. You know, what can I do to help people? And I I gained interest in real estate because I kept hearing about the markets going up, the markets going up. Well, what does that mean? You know, we always say like when um, when there's problems, there's, you know, opportunities in other areas. So how can we take advantage of that of real estate? Mm -hmm. Right. And and help people in, in that capacity because I wasn't going to be going to school for nursing anymore. I, I lost interest in that piece yeah. in that journey. And because um, my mind was open to being an entrepreneur. So um, I, you know, started interviewing brokers and people. And Jesse also helped me. And, you know, we met with a broker and, you um, got our got my license um my journey in real estate was not easy it wasn't that HGTV or like you know mm-hmm. you know top producer you know let's go get it let's win i had a hard time i yeah. had 2 years of struggle it was hard um one of the great things about me is that i'm bullheaded um so i i, I stuck it through you know like i'm not going to quit i don't have any other way i have no other way i'm going to look for i you know i was looking for a job and me being where I was at, I made pretty good money because I'm yeah. bilingual. So that was me working there for so many years and just getting raises. And I, every time I got a raise, I got a really great raise. So the money I was making there, was it was comfortable. But when I went to go apply for jobs, that same exact kind of job, which was an administrative assistant, it was like $10, 15 pay hey cut. Oh. And that just wasn't going to fit our lifestyle. Cause we were used to living a certain type of way comfortably, you know, sure. we weren't rich or anything like that, but we, we were comfortable. We mm-hmm. lived comfortably. And, um, you know, it, it just, so, you know, going into real estate, I, I, I knew that, you know, that was going to be one of the best ways for me to help somebody and also be able to make money, yeah. you know? Um, so starting again, it was, it was a rough road, um, but being bullheaded, I, I, I stuck it through because I knew that you know I, 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 I could make this happen. you know with yeah. just being able to go through the process and find people that I could that would be willing to mentor me and um, you know give me the time so that I can learn um, helped open that avenue for me um, but it, but it wasn't easy. It
0: you know. wasn't easy. Um, well the passion has has got you to this point. Um, what year did you guys start? real estate so
2: 2015 2015 2015, she decided to get licensed um so we actually launched two different businesses at the same time she went into real estate i went into commercial lighting and signage so we ran in two different directions oh wow and thank god that other previous business that i had it did really well um and eventually i brought on some partners and we even did even better grateful for you know all the people that partnered with me in that previous business and um it bought us time to eventually get good in real estate as well, too, because like Lisa mentioned, mm-hmm. she struggled, but also what she didn't mention, see, people might see her today as a top agent in the city, but do you know that she actually failed her real estate exam three times and passed on the fourth? Mm-hmm. I see so many agents take an exam, and because they don't f- pass on the first time, yeah. they quit, and they completely give up on it. She failed three times, and I remember she would come back, to the bullhead, <laughs> honey, I failed by two points, or I failed by one point, and I'm like. So money, go, go do it again, get back on the horse. Yeah, I'm like, you didn't come this far, just come this far, finish. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But that type of mentality, though, is like, we're finishers, that's just how we operate. That and is keep
0: pushing through. I mean, one of the greatest things, like with this life change that I've made within me, it's be uh, putting action behind your words and also, you know, manifestation. And manifesting, the, you have an idea, you can make it possible. Mm-hmm. But how bad do you want it? Mm-hmm. And that's the pro, that's the problem. That you know what I mean. Even with me, until the age of thirty two, it's like I saw it, but I wasn't willing to 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 give that that work, thinking that it was going to come to me. You know very well as entrepreneurs, like oh, that nothing, doesn't happen. Nothing is given. You know what I mean. So, uh man, that's 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 crazy. <laughs> So you're part of a, a real estate group that's a, affiliated with a broker. Yep. Um, what is that group and who is the broker? And also, could you go into the depth of um, the difference between yeah, the two?
2: For sure. So um, when, when in my previous business venture, things were going great. Uh, we were making really, really good money. And then the dynamics of our business started to change because the cost of our goods changed. So as our margins started to shrink in that business, once again, I'm you know at a, at a decision-making place. Like, all right, we made really good money in a short mi- period of time, yeah. but it's now time to move with the cheese. And as a business, you got to also know, like you have to try some stuff, but you have to, you have to also know when to cut your losses as well too, mm-hmm. and to move on because time is probably the most valuable thing, you know? So at some point it has to monetize. You have to be able to monetize it. Oh, sure. it has to be able to make sense, but you also have to kind of look at the cycles like, all right. Did this thing plateau or is there still room for this thing to grow or did it run out? You know, so thankfully in previous business ventures, um, I've had good mentors that have been able to kind of coach me on what to kind of look for or things like that when, when something has kind of ran its course as well too. Yeah. So I was at that point in that previous business, Lisa was trying to recruit me into real estate for two years. (laughs) (laughs) Best recruit ever. And to be honest with you, uh, I didn't see myself being a realtor. I was in my head a lot at this time. You know, look at, I got two full sleeves. Yeah. So in my mind, I had a perception of what a realtor looked like, but those were just limiting beliefs, to be honest with you. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I'm like, no, I'm not really interested in being a realtor. I'm more interested in being an investor. Um, that's kind of what I was interested in. So she was very persistent. She And then there was a period of time where she was asking for help um, and, and, you know, there, there was a deal that was kind of going wrong. So I remember there was a situation that happened with Lisa when she was a new agent where she was kind of getting screwed over in a deal. And I remember she came back home and she was like, kind of like complaining to me. And I said, honey, you uh, teach people how to treat you by what you allow. So if you allow disrespect or you keep moving the line in the sand, they're going to keep disrespecting you in business. Yeah. So um, she tried to work through it. And then the situation happened again. I says, well, when you're willing to leave... I'll come join you in real estate. This is what I told her. Wow.
0: And uh, (laughs) she was
2: kind of emotionally attached to the situation she was in because she made, you know, obviously we had friends that we were working with prior to being in real estate and we still got a lot of love and respect for those friends. But, you know, her situation was really affected, not theirs. So during that period of time, um, once she got to her breaking point, she was like, all right, hon, are you serious? Would you come and join me in real estate? And I says, "Uh, yeah. Are you ready to make that move? And then I said, sat her down and I said, listen, if we're going to do this real estate, I want to get to the top of the business. Because anything I do, I want to do it at a very high level. Yeah. And I'm not here to play in real estate. I want to figure out how to be amongst the best. Yeah. And so we made our plan pretty much. And, and we hit the ground running. Uh, but like anything, when I come into a new business, I'm very obsessive You know, with learning that industry. I'm going to be up all night on YouTube University. <laughs> yeah. Google University. Yeah. You know, I'm studying people. I'm studying the competition. I'm studying who all the movers and shakers are in my city, who's doing it at a high level, who's doing it differently. Because mm-hmm. I think to, to to be great in business, you got to figure out ways how to differentiate yourself. Oh, for sure. You know, and we brought all this, you know, I've been an entrepreneur for all these years. So there was some stuff that I knew how to do that I was noticing other realtors weren't doing mm-hmm. that we knew how to do. Yeah. And we were like, all right, we're going to bring this to, to you know, to the industry, we're going to do that. You know, they're not talking about this. We're going to talk about that. And we started to kind of just do things different. And we call it attraction, man. But, um, you know, fast forward today, today, my wife and I, we've helped over 350.
0: That was going to be my next question. How many families yeah, have you man, helped? 350 plus
2: clients and families either buy or sell commercial real estate or residential real estate. Wow. The bulk of that is in the residential space. And uh, we've got good really fast, but we've also invested a lot of money back into our development. We traveled all around the country, mm-hmm. getting spend, paying, you know, spending and investing tens of thousands of dollars to get in front of smarter realtors than us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Taking notes, going to conferences, learning ways that what they're doing, what they're saying, systems, and coming back to Milwaukee and bringing it back yeah. to our city. You know, so I, I think you know, to, to you know, produce at a high level, you, everyone needs a mentor or multiple different mentors. Mm -hmm. And you got to be around a good environment. You got to be around good associations and you need a good team. There's no way that we would be able to produce the amount of real estate that we've sold without a good team behind us. And we're really literally just standing on the shoulders of giants. Yeah, Um, We ain't nothing without our team. That's how I feel. Our production is because of our team. Yeah. You know, and and it's just as much as theirs as it is ours. And we never forget that.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's how I feel. Like, you know, my team. Um, I mean, we've fluctuated, we've people in out, but for the most part, it's, um, having people there that, you know what I mean? Have the passion for it yep. and know what they're doing, you know? Um, but to circle yeah. back
2: to your question, cause yeah. I, I talked about how I ended up joining Lisa in the industry, but we planted our flag at exp realty. When we first joined this brokerage, they weren't even in our market. Yeah. So they were a big company, but they were more bigger out of state than they were here in Wisconsin. Sure. So I remember when I first found DXP, I was the one that found the brokerage, and I tell Lisa, she's like, "Who is this company?" I never even heard of them.
1: Yeah. <clears> yeah. When he told me about, it, I was like, "She would sign me up." Where do we but sign up? But their
2: their value proposition of how they take care of their agents was just so damn different. It was disruptive, and I'm just like, you know what? This company is going to be one of the best companies in the industry because they take care of the people. Mm-hmm. See, if you take care of the people, the people always take care of yeah. the business. Yep. yep. You know, so a lot of companies have gotten rich and wealthy on the backs of people, but they never really collaborated or included the people. Oh, okay, guys. Okay. So EXP came and they started doing it different, you know. Very yeah. agent-centric. Very agent-centric brokerage. So that's the brokerage that we hang our license with because as a licensed agent, you got to hang your license with a brokerage to supervise mm-hmm. it. And then, uh, so we were solo agents this whole time, me and my wife, for the last five years that we've been in the company. We just had our five-year anniversary, July 2018. 1st. 2018. Okay. Um. And, but this past winter... The market took a shift you know the interest rates are at all time well not all time nah. high but they're they're, they're up they're, there. they're up yeah. there. they're in the sevens today um there's a no inventory so you know mm. imagine you're in a market where high interest rates uh, a lot of fear in the market with the economy and all this stuff kind of the ripple effect of covid yeah and and uh, no inventory you know so it's a very challenging market so back in november december um, the market took a shift on all of us. We all went from producing at a high level, a lot of us doing really well, and then it just shifted. Yeah. So then, you know, we're, my wife, unfortunately, her mom passed away this past October. Sorry to hear that. Yeah, thank you, thank man. You. Um, And we were kind of at a point where we were revisiting our reasons why. We were still doing what we were doing. Yeah. So we were like, all right. Because it's one thing, all right, the reasons you start might not be the reasons you keep going or what you finish. Mm-hmm. You know, because we started out of out of a deficit. My wife... Lost her job. So our backs were against the wall. Yeah. But then once you're making money, well, that's not the reason that's keeping you going anymore. Mm -hmm. So what else is now the new reason to keep you going? So you got to really kind of redefine that reason and you got to revisit that. So we were at that crossroads this past winter. Like, all right, if we're going to give real estate another five, ten years. What is that going to look like in the next five, ten years? For sure. And we've toyed with this idea of starting a real estate team for a long time. And we finally had a chance to pull a group of solo agents together yeah because you know we worked really really tight with a lot of agents and then through conversations we were just hey what do you want to do what's the next three five years look like for you um what are some of your investing goals and we're all having these private conversations out hanging out and we realized how close a lot of what we really wanted was really together yeah so what we realized was we could probably get there a lot faster together than we can as a bunch of individuals yeah so we decided to kind of pull our fires together pull our production together because what it's going to allow us to do it's going to help us pivot in a very challenging housing market yep so we pulled all this skill together this talent this resources our money together and put it pretty much in a pot yeah and we divided and conquered and says all right you're gonna go do that you're gonna do that you're gonna do that and and that's how we've been able to pretty much gel the team and this is only like you know we're we're catching some pretty serious traction, and I I'm yeah. convinced uh, because I know we're doing it right, and I know that we're putting the right systems in place that we will be amongst the top teams in this entire marketplace. Because that's awesome. You know the, the plan that we're executing. What's the name of the group? Our expansion group okay, is the name yeah. of our team, yep. and EXP Realty is the name of the brokerage.
0: The brokerage. Ah, oh, that's awesome. You know it, it's it, with times changing and everything changing around us. It, you do you got to adapt. Um, what do you feel has been the most challenging barriers you've come come into uh, um, while starting? Up? I
1: can say for me, um, being a woman in the industry has been challenging. Yeah, you know, because you don't get the respect sometimes. You yeah. know, from men. Yeah. Um, and then being a, a minority. Yeah. You know, that has been a challenge for me, too, because they they sometimes people don't look at you, The you know, they just look at you as if you're lower than them. You yeah, know? for sure. So I've definitely experienced that and I've had to stand up for myself. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> it's it, Those have been, you know, for me, I can say the challenges yeah. in the industry. Mm-hmm. Or that you're
2: <coughs> only capable of serving certain communities. Certain communities.
1: The reality yeah. is mm-hmm. my
2: ability to speak Spanish is a skill in my tool it's belt. compliment. To complement my efforts that I have more range, but doesn't necessarily only keep me in the community just because I'm Spanish speaking, like that's the only clients I'm capable of serving. My license says Wisconsin, not Milwaukee, not Southside. Yeah, yeah. So we got the ability to go where the business goes and we're entrepreneurs. I don't got to ask another man or woman for permission. We just do it. That's right.
0: Look at that. Power, (laughs) man. Power. You know, with anything, any type of business you start up, you know, you always run into those barriers and they shape the way you do business. I feel you know one of my biggest while starting this up was how do I monetize? Yeah. You know what I mean? I have no clue um no clue how to to make this work and where I can monetize it and I can live off of it. I finally you know have gotten to that point through much dedication where I finally left my full time and and now I'm focused on this full time. So kudos to you guys, because you know what I mean? Most barriers that people run into, they, you said it earlier in the interview again, they quit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, and, and this is a very tough
2: industry, and you you, you got to be a tough person yeah. you know, to, to last in this business. Yeah, have thick um, skin. You, know, you mentioned how you, you monetize. You know, I, My mindset has always went back to what my mentor has taught us, is uh, activity leads to results. Mm-hmm. See, as long as you're doing the right money-making, act, income-producing activity yeah the results always take care of themselves but if mm-hmm. all you're doing is focus on the results and yeah. you're not really focused on the activity that will get you there yeah. well, it's it's out of order you know so sure. double down on your activity and that's really how you grow the business man
0: look at that gonna take notes <laughs> uh what is your, your your group's uh primary focus in in dealing with the community and 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 real estate transactions that you you do
2: yeah, so um, obviously, like everybody should have goals. You know, we we always talk about like uh, you need something to chase or to run after after because if you know if you're not aiming at something, you're gonna miss it. So mm-hmm. we all need goals, right? So the challenge with goals is is you know like they're they're mile markers, right? But goals is something that you know once you get it, all right, cool, I got it. But guess what? You're gonna have to set a whole other goal, right? Yeah. Systems is what can kind of keep you hitting all those goals. So when we decided to formulate this team, we broke it down to all the top teams that sell the most real estate. Well, first off, the people that sell the most real estate, they're usually structured as a real estate team in the market. They sit yeah. on all the listings, they control all the inventory. So it's really teams that control a market. Yeah. So we realized that kind of years, years into the business. So um, and another thing, too, is w- having a chance to travel and see all these top agents and top teams around the country, how they're running their books of business. They're all systematic with how they do mm-hmm. things. Yeah. You know, they got the admins to help with some tasks that someone else another human being is capable of doing. You know, it's it's it sure. needs to be done, but that doesn't mean that you need to be the one to do it. So they got admins in place, they got transaction coordinators in place, they got people to help with marketing so that way nothing your their brand is not diluted. Mm-hmm. Everything is cohesive. See, all that type of stuff is all necessary in real estate. See, because the challenge when you're a realtor and most people forget this. See, I'm not a realtor. I'm a businessman. I'm an investor first. I'm an entrepreneur first. There you go. See, the way I look at this business is being a realtor is just one hat I wear in. Of many, else I yeah, do. of many. But yeah. the challenge is what keeps most small businesses small is they wear every hat themselves and they try to do everything to themselves. The reality is there's only so much time in the day you can't. Mm-hmm. You need to focus on your skills. So that's one of the reasons why me and Lisa have always done really well is because I'm not scared for my wife to get to shine. I want her to outshine me. I want yeah. her to be propped up on a pedestal. I don't care about that. I'm not in competition with her or any other person. Yeah. No. I know what I'm good at. You know, my wife is very, very good at stuff opposite to my skills. Mm-hmm. You know, she's more mm-hmm. organized than me. She's more detailed than me. I'm more, you know, you, you give me something to market, something to promote, something to sell, something to train on. Those are all my realm of skills. You know, yeah. so sometimes our skills fall mm-hmm. in opposite areas. Yeah, and then that's how we've done so well in businesses. We've, we've well they
0: become strengths because we, we, we've played yeah. our
2: positions. But I believe you double down in your strengths and you outsource your weaknesses. There you go. You know, you surround yourselves with people that are better than you that can complement that. You know, don't spend a lot of time on stuff you're weak in. Spend more time on stuff you're strong in. Yeah, is how my mentor has kind of taught us how to build a business.
0: Man, we got to give a shout out to your <laughs> mentor because now he's mentoring me, dog. <laughs>
2: You know, so that's the challenge. Is you yeah. know, as a realtor, you wear every hat in the business. You're, yeah. you're you're prospecting for clients. You're following up. You're 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 trying to lead generate. You're um, you're doing buyer consultations. You're showings. You're writing offers. You're, uh, um listing contracts. You know, listing taking listing appointments. appointments. You're managing these deals when they're under contract. Communicating to all the parties involved. Yeah, it's a lot for one person, and the challenge is what I've noticed that some people. They either burn themselves to the ground, and that's not interesting. I'm not just interested in making a lot of money, but not having a life. Yeah, right? yeah, for sure. So I've seen a lot of you people do that. Balance, yeah, right. Where they'll they'll make a lot of money, but then they don't have a good quality of life, mm-hmm. right? Or I seen some people where they'll produce enough to what they can manage, and then they stop. They take their foot off the gas, and they stop prospecting. So they'll get two or three deals under contract. Yeah. Clients with accepted offers. And then uh, they'll see those deals all the way through to the closing table, but then they stop doing what they did to get it. And then finally pop up at a closing table and guess what they got to do all over again? Go find some new business. And then this business is not a business like a job where I clock in today and then put 40 hours in this week and I know when my check is Friday. No, man, this is delayed gratification. So what I do today in my business shows up 30 days from now, 60 days, 90 days from now. For sure. So if you're not prospecting, if you're not talking to somebody new in your real estate business today.
1: Keeping your funnel full.
2: Keeping your pipeline full. Yeah. Well, guess what? That result is going to show up 30, 60, 90 days from now. You're not going to have no check then. Mm -hmm. Wow. Wow. You know, so everything you do kind of builds on itself, good or bad. Yeah.
0: Holy cow, Man. I did not know that, bro. <laughs> we
2: in real estate transaction, we only get paid unless we get somebody to the finish line to a closing, but these closings take time. The closing mm. that's going on right now in the other room. Yeah. Well, that was from work we did 30, 45 days ago.
0: You don't know? Well, I I um we sold our well, I came to yeah, you yeah. when we sold our house, but um uh the house out in Illinois, um but yeah, it it's a process. So, it's definitely, you know, in this world, I I don't know much, obviously, because I'm not in this field. But it is amazing to see how, how the construct is of how you're explaining it. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: it even takes longer now with how the market is. We're working with clients six months, putting in 12 offers, getting out beat all the time. So it's it's yeah, just, longer just, than that.
2: Just this past weekend, we Lisa was out with some clients on Saturday. Um, she wrote three different wrote three offers, offers for three different clients. Mm-hmm. All three offers. We woke up today. With three different rejected offers. Wow. Mm -hmm. Just because how competitive the market is. So it is taking a lot more time to get these clients to get them under contract to find them something and then to get them to the finish line.
0: What, so, what methods do you use to cater to them as well as get them to that finish well, line?
2: You got to be patient, man. At the end of the day, when somebody's buying a house, man, it's, it's, there's a lot of mixed emotions, man. They're excited. They're anxious. They're also nervous, man. This is most people's biggest purchase that they're going to make in their lifetime. Mm-hmm. And some people only buy one property in their entire lifetime. Other people turn into investors or other people transition and they might pick up another one. But if we're talking about the masses, the majority of people, this is their one biggest purchase they're gonna make in their lifetime. Wow so there's a lot so you you're you're you're, the, you're their counselors
1: huh? mm-hmm. yeah and and literally this morning I was uh, a client text me so what what how do we lose like how do we lose our offer? She was in her head and I said, you know, honey, you gotta you know just accept it and and be okay with it. It just wasn't meant to be. You know, and and it's gonna be fine. And I had to tell her, look, I'm working with another client. Been working with them for six months. We've put twelve offers in, so this is our first one. And I've been working with her for like two months. Yeah. It was our first offer. You you lost your first one. It's okay. We gave it our best shot. You know, we just gotta dust ourselves off and just keep pushing. Yeah. And you and know, you and you
2: don't want to force anything either. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I don't never want somebody to have buyers or more. Yeah. Be like house it. poor.
0: You know. we've we've literally me and my wife we've literally two times tried to test out the market and it's just you know it's, it's, it's not
2: it's not the funnest time for a buyer right yeah. now
0: well it, me i'm I'm able to detach myself from the idea of of okay this possibly could be our home but if it's not oh well who cares yeah. my wife on the other hand but it was she, that was the one yeah she she gets it all all in her head with every you know house we see where we actually start, so I notice it takes away on her. So it's just well, right now we try two times. We'll come back again, yep, yep. Um, you know. And, and like you said, the market fluctuates. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, yeah. You
2: would see, it, every industry goes through its cycles, and real estate just happens to be in one. So if you're you're in this market shopping, you're just gonna have to be very patient, yeah. and you just need to be working with a realtor who's also patient with you. So
0: what do you what do you feel has been prominent in your rise um, as agents? in this real estate industry?
1: I think being tenacious, you know, having, being bullheaded obviously helps, (laughs) you know, pushing through, um, not giving up and being coachable, you know, having the right mentors by your side, taking notes, following the people that are doing better than you, you know, and just, you know, being open. Yeah. Helps.
2: I, I think even, even for us, even at, with The amount of real estate that we've sold is we're still students, man. Mm-hmm. We're still learning from the best mm-hmm. people in the industry. We're investing money back into our business, back into marketing. Um, we're always looking for ways to how to outthink people, how to outmarket people. Because remember, I told you differentiation. Yeah. So in the industry, there's a lot of realtors. I don't know if you know the in, in numbers of the, our industry, but there's 1.6 million realtors in our industry.
0: Well, I've I've come into contact, especially when you're looking for a home. Um, but yeah, I've I've noticed there, there's a um, lot of realtors. So yeah.
2: some people would think, well, your industry's saturated. And you know what? You so to some degree you might be right. But well, how many barbers are out there? Yeah. How many waiters are out there? Every industry is saturated, yeah, saturated. If, if that's the case. The reality is not all barbers are making top dollar. Mm-hmm. Not all waiters are making the top dollar. How come some are making mediocre money and some are making like the best? It goes back to delivery it, of service. Yeah. Right? So we only focus on what we can control and what we control is our product. Our product is how we deliver our service to the marketplace. Yeah. So we're building systems to deliver a, cus- uh, a consistent client experience. you mm-hmm. know from the very first time they're talking to us to, to the end to the closing table. Mm-hmm. You know they, they're going to have a good quality experience and we're going to keep them in the loop and they're going to know where their deal is at every part of the stage. yeah
0: and uh, you know we're over communicating, if anything. How do you, because um, you have a team, yep. do you know, how big is your team again?
2: So our, our group, um, so our team is a very diverse group and we mm-hmm. have a mix of different agents. We have uh, a group of about 11, 12 agents that we're mentoring through our team. These are brand new, newly licensed agents for, wow. so, you know, my wife and I are mentors and we have a whole team of mentors yeah. amongst our team. So we built out a mentor program here to develop talent, basically to launch agents into their real estate career. So about 12 of those agents are brand new newly licensed agents that are, we're mentoring through our team, and there's about another 20 no, 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 I apologize. there's about another uh, 18 agents that are team members that are you know, established agents, you know, going out there on their own, very independent. yeah, and then we're all working together as a team. Gotcha. Right yeah. you. Damn. so. And, and that's just our local team expansion group, like I mm-hmm. also, also mentioned to you in conversation. The EXP model is very unique. So this is not a non-franchise model. And one of the ways that this brokerage grows is organically through our agent partners. So we've helped this company grow. We've also helped build a network of agents. It's called the expansion network of over 200 plus active agents in our organization outside yeah. of our local team. Yeah. And then that network is selling real estate in 16 states and in four countries. Wow. So we have a chance to you know collaborate with out-of-state agents yeah. We have more agents in our organization out of state than we do locally. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty cool to be able to support agents in other markets and get paid from other markets. Yeah. And you're not even licensed mm-hmm. in, in these places. Too.
0: How, how do you aim? You know what I mean? Because a lot of you, you have your ups and downs. And like you said, you're, usually your, your payout is in the future, it's 30, 90 days. Yeah. How do you create a thriving environment where it keeps your agents that you work alongside or in mentoring motivated?
2: Yeah. So we always tell agents, like, listen, um, you got to stay close to the fire, right? You got to be close to energy, close to source energy, right? The farther away you're from the fire, the colder you're going to get. And so where I've seen a lot of agents struggle in real estate is because I feel like, one, they spread their learning curve too wide. Mm -hmm. They, like, show up here... Uh, they do a little bit there, but it's never enough to really catch any serious traction or momentum. Real estate is a momentum business. Yeah, it takes time to kind of build up a bunch of activity that leads to results. And next, you know, you know, you you're attracting at that point, right? Yeah. So this is a momentum business, and and um, most agents just spread their learning curve too wide. See, I don't. My mindset has always been this: if I'm going to come into the industry, I'm going to figure out how to be amongst the best in it. So I'm always looking for ways to compress. My, my learning curve. So I will learn in 90 days what some agents will learn in three years just because in 90 days I'm going to get around the information faster. Yeah. So I'm going to spend the thousands of dollars to go travel to the conferences to go learn from the best people and take notes and then come yep. back. All right, add that. And then we're going to go do the same thing again. Yep. See, most people, they see the expense but they don't see the value. See, I see the value, you know, and and what how we can shave, uh, uh, shave our learning curve mm-hmm. and shorten the time frame on how fast we can get there, you know, yeah, for sure. I,
0: I understand that totally because it, it goes in a, you know, through through the beginning. This isn't what you like all the equipment I have here right now, this is not what I started off with. Mm-hmm. It slowly, gradually, you know what I mean, upgraded. You know, one of the biggest things was I had to convince uh Queen B, mm-hmm. the 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 woman, yeah, you know, yeah. my wife. Cause, you know, I have a vision. That doesn't necessarily mean that she sees what I see. Yeah. Mm-hmm and through you know i mean just expressing to her and her seeing me how passionate i am about it of course she backed me up she's yeah. she's my best friend she's that's what i love about you two. you guys are you know what i mean you're a real team you, mm-hmm. you're life partners you're best friends um but with my wife it was trying to get her to understand like if i the, the traction that I'm picking up, if I stay along with this and I show that the quality is, we're we're doing every everything to innovate, like then you know what I mean. We will get the results that I see yeah. coming, and and literally it's played it's played out all it's in awesome. this in this vision. So yeah. so when you you talk like that, it's it's just like yeah, dude.
2: So got, I w- I would say stuff like that. You know, like stay close to the fire. And another thing is just understand how anybody in any business how you get business is this in real estate you get business by hunting for business by attracting business or by nurturing business see in the beginning the majority of it is no one knows that who you are in real estate because you're brand new so you got to establish your name and establish yourself that you're even in the industry right yeah so you got to go hunt for it you got to go out and get it every single day yeah and that's what lisa did in the beginning you know she went out and put herself out there and hunt for the business Now, eventually, once you start to build a name for yourself, it will get easier if you stay in the game long enough to where you'll start to attract it. Mm
1: -hmm. Now, people
2: are coming out of the woodworks or tagging you on social media. Hey, who do you know as a realtor? And then boom, 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 you're getting tagged by a bunch of people. Guess what you're doing? Now you're attracting because you're top of mind enough in your network's mind to, to, you know, for that business to draw to you. And then another thing is nurture the business. See, this is people you've already done business with. They'll come back and do business with you again. These will be repeat business or referrals or they could lead you to. because everyone you know knows a thousand other people that you don't know. Yeah. And they're like a, they're like a, a gatekeeper mm-hmm. to their whole network. And if you do a good job and, and they're happy with that experience working with you, they'll open up their whole network to you of yeah. all their family, friends, coworkers, and colleagues that they can introduce you to as they're transitioning, needing your services or product. Yeah. Or otherwise, if you suck, guess what? They're, they're closing that gate. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they're like, hey, all right. We got through this, but yep, gate's closed. Yep. You know, so just understand. So when you're new in the business or in any industry, well, you're gonna hunt because you're not established enough to attract at that point. Yeah. See what's happening to you right now because you put it, you've been putting the work, Xavier. Yeah. Is now you're attracting people yeah. are seeking you out and and instead of you planning a year's worth of content and, mm-hmm. and guests to be on your podcast, you now you got a waiting list. Like, hey, yeah, Xavier, can sure. can can we get on there? You know, that's where mm-hmm. your brand is going now. You know, so just understand and and the next is just. Nurturing is also, just, it's just taking care of people that have took care of you along the way.
0: Yeah. Well, I you know, throughout this whole conversation, we've been talking about mentors, influences. Mm-hmm. Who were mentors and influences of yours uh, throughout your time in real estate? <laughs> yeah.
1: So, yeah. Um, I mean, for me, Jesse's always been one of my mentors. Mm-hmm. From the beginning, from when we got together and, you know, he would coach me and personal show me personal development books to read and things like that so he is one of my first mentors when it came into entrepreneurship um and then I would say you know just other people in other industries that we've been in i um, just following you know their mindset and things like that other other realtors in the in the industry um have also been mentors even if I haven't worked directly with them but just watching them and study what they do you know kind of mirroring that yeah yeah has helped so you know
2: I would say Prior to real estate is where uh, most of my real growth as an entrepreneur has kind of came. See, people probably see how fast we shot up, but what they don't see is, uh, you know, we've been in real estate, Lisa, now seven and a half, coming up on eight years, but I've been an entrepreneur for 20 years. Yeah. So so I've been getting rejected for 15 plus years before we decided to get into real estate. I've failed, I've made money, I've lost money, I've learned how to communicate, I've learned how to prospect for business, Mm -hmm. I learned how to nurture business. Because I've been paying a price prior to me being in the industry. Mm -hmm. See, the challenge is when you're new, there's so many skills that you have to develop all at the same time, especially if you've never done this before.
0: It's flustering.
2: It it, it can be overwhelming. Mm -hmm. You have to learn how to sell. Then you have to learn how to communicate. And then you have to learn the industry. And then you have to learn contracts. And you have to learn how to find clients. And you have to learn how to keep clients. There's so much coming at you. And then if this is the first time you've ever done anything and been an entrepreneur, Mm -hmm. understand that there's a price that you have to pay. The reality is, you might not always see the price that everyone has paid because, and the and the worst thing you can do as a new realtor or a new business person, is compare your chapter one to someone else's chapter fifteen. Right. Wow. The, wow. The, rea- the you know, yeah. that's that's the reality. Comparison is a thief of joy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it robs you, man, because then you start falling into comparison. Like, why is it happening for them, but it's not happening for me? Mm-hmm. What's well, not supposed to happen for you in this season? Right. Because this this is the season where. You know, in all the business ventures I met, trust me, when I first started them, I thought I was going to make a boatload of money in everything I've ever done. Yeah. But the reality is now looking back at the last 20 years, some of those businesses, I wasn't supposed to make money. You know what I was supposed to do? I was supposed to become a better person. I was supposed to yeah. develop skill. I was supposed to grow in the man that I am today and the businessman that I am today. Mm-hmm. So I was really, that was school for me. It yeah. was university. Yeah. And some of them were really to establish a network of good people, mentors, mentors mm-hmm. and colleagues and people that I can kind of feed off of their frequency. Yeah. Right? And then some industries you can make money in, you know, and you could put the bag together. For sure. We've just been faithful, I mean, uh, fortunate, I should say, uh and faithful, but we've been fortunate in real estate to be able to pull it all together because mm-hmm. we've uh, established a network. We had a network before coming into real estate. Yeah. Cuz we've been building businesses 20 plus years. Yeah. Plus we've had all this skill from you know, all this money we've invested in things we've tried and money we've lost and other things, mm-hmm. all those experiences have carried over for us That's in, awesome. in real estate, man.
0: Who do you think is, has been a big, uh, power player mentor for you?
2: So in my previous uh, industries, I would say people like John Malat. Uh, he's a big, um, you know, uh, internet marketer, um, in the network marketing space, relationship marketing space. Um, that was for, for me, that was one of the guys that, um, that really helped shape and develop me early on you Yeah. because for one he helped me kind of see he he came from where i came from he made a mess out of his life and for me that was the example that i need to see if somebody else who messed up their life yeah and eventually got it together
0: yeah
2: and was able to become something see sometimes that's all you really need to see in, in, in a mentor mm-hmm. is is what's possible and that's exactly what he was for me was that was my, my my visual of someone else that came from where I came from, made a mess, mess out of their life, and they proved that hey, you can go and get it right? Leg- a, legally. yeah. Others I had mentors like Tim Hur, um, multimillionaire, um, at one point making three four hundred thousand dollars a month, had a chance to travel with Tim, go to events with him, get trained by him, and this guy was just a beast out of California. So very fortunate for the years we had a chance to work alongside him in those previous businesses. So a lot of that skill, being around those type of people, their type of thinking, energy. Yeah. Man, that stuff, like, when your mind expands, it can't go back to, like, its original dimensions. Once you're introduced Mm -hmm. to new things and new ideas and new way of doing things, like, it's already expanded. It can't go back. Yeah. So super grateful for that. And within real estate, I remember when um, Lisa was asking me for help with marketing, right? She was like hon, uh, I, I need your help with marketing, you know, because that's always been my skills is marketing, right? Mm-hmm. So in the beginning, I was helping Lisa with all her marketing. She was the face of real estate. I was behind the scenes. And, and that's kind of just yeah, know, that's, how, how, that's we how we were building. System, right? We man. were playing our positions. Mm-hmm. So I was studying other realtors who had what we wanted. Yeah. See, you got to also pay attention to people because my mentor used to always tell us when you buy someone's opinion, you indirectly buy their lifestyle. Mm-hmm. So make sure you're listening to people who have what you want yeah so when we first got into real estate we started to study uh top agents and top teams locally and around the country because we had a network around the country who had what we wanted yeah and we're like all right what are they doing different how are they sending out how are they communicating to their audience you know how are they marketing themselves you know what does their brand look like and we started to kind of like bruce lee take a little bit of pieces from everybody Mm -hmm. and then we put our own sauce on our style yeah and then that's how we started to kind of grow our business
0: you know, a, a lot of things like listening to that. One thing I've, I've, I always do. I you gotta pay. It's like with the market, right? You gotta pay attention to the patterns. Yep. patterns will tell you everything you need to know about what you're doing. You guys are on top of your game. Thank you. I'm. This is an outsider's perspective looking in. I look at you guys and and where you've taken in the the past couple of years that I've got to know you. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's amazing. I mean, the event you threw at Miller Park to the event that you th- you just threw this past uh, weekend. Yeah. You know what I mean. I'm over here playing flag football with these kids <laughs> and they, <laughs> busting me out of shape. Uh man, um, you know it, it's it's the one thing I could say that I love about you guys is that you're very community oriented and you know, that type of feel is, is authentic to me because you don't see that you don't see, you know, real estate agents just out of nowhere, creating these events to bring not only people to network together, but bring this, this type of family, um, lifestyle together. Yeah, Yeah. Um, where do you see yourselves going in the next five years with,
2: you know, like our, my wife and I, uh, we, we've always had a personal goal to be dual licensed in, in different States. Right. So we will be licensed in Texas and we're going to expand. That's amazing. Expansion group to (laughs) Texas and to Florida. Right. Like our, 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 our team. So that's part of our growth. You know, those are the two markets that we want to get to and we want to own property and, and Airbnbs and stuff like that. And, and then you know, with our type of business, we want to be able to travel. You know, like our kids are older now; they're adults, mm-hmm. so we don't got no little babies anymore. So we're starting to kind of experience some more freedom, of yeah. where you can just leave your house without yeah. having to worry about somebody <laughs> else for a baby, fend yeah. for a baby. So now it's starting to think like, all right, what do we want now? You know, yeah. what do we want to do? How do we want to live? And so that's that's within the goals. Um, also, I, w- I would say you know, it's it's really to to really dial in our systems to keep keep a tight knit group. Right. Uh to make sure that we have the right people on the right seats on the bus. I think that's really, really important. Yeah. And and um, you know, just keep growing it from there. You know, as far as production, you know, we hit a lot of the goals that we were personally striving after that we wanted to do personally, mm-hmm. but it's not even about us anymore. It's it's about all of us. Yeah. So now it's like our goals have changed. So now it's team goals. You know, how many listings can the team take? Um, what what's our market share basically? You know, uh what's mm-hmm. the team's close volume you know it's that type of stuff how many you know how many hundreds of clients are we going to help this year you know so yeah. now it, the goals have now shifted not to you know like it's it's really for other people's goals are now becoming our goals mm-hmm. you know like helping them have success things like that so more more moving more towards the mentor role yeah we'll st- still obviously being in production because we love selling real estate we're enjoying this and i believe that if there's something that you're not enjoying anymore, that's probably because it's not it's not in alignment with what you should be doing. Yeah. Know? So if, sure. if you know you got to pay attention to that too, you know. And uh, we're we're enjoying selling real estate, so we're still in production, but we're going to be developing talent the entire time we're in production.
0: How about you, Lisa? You feeling the same way? Uh, yeah, yeah,
1: absolutely. We're definitely aligned. Um, one of the things I would say too is that you know our goal is to make all of the agents in our team better than us. Yeah. We want them to be better than us. You know, we don't care about the the the. Shine and all that. From you know how he says he puts me on the pedestal. I'm not. I'm more of the quiet one. I'm more like the laid back one. Yeah. Um. But you know, for me, that you know, for us, I would say is that you know we we want everybody to be better and better than us, and that's why we've have all of these systems in place. Everything that we've experienced in the industry, me in particular, with contracts and all that. Just getting it on paper and creating a system for agents to you know so they look like rock stars and and they're taking all that that uh, intimidation of like oh you know I, I look new I sound new no we polish them get them great and get them knowledgeable in the contracts and, and the industry and everything like that so that you know they're, yeah. they're properly serving the people
0: oh. mm-hmm. well um, what advice would you, you know, you guys are amazing. <laughs> I just want to say that again. Like it's Thank amazing you, what you're doing. Um what advice would you give to our youth looking to you know, step like, into this?
2: I okay, for step step into real estate or step into entrepreneurship? Uh,
0: Entrepreneur we'll start entrepreneurship, we'll start uh into real estate and then just in general advice you could give to, to
2: For for one um like listen, I I know social media can paint the picture of Everybody getting it there fast. But the reality is that's not real life. You know, that's just what they're selling. You know, that's yeah. a lifestyle that they're selling. But the reality is this. If you want to do something in any industry, you got to find a mentor. Find somebody who has what you want or who is doing it at a high level and try to get around them. Two, you got to start to challenge your thinking. The reality is some of your old thoughts from your old jobs in your own neighborhoods and all that. Some of that stuff is not going to serve you anymore in your future. So the mat, the, you got to push some of that old stuff out. And you got to get some new stuff in. yeah. So you got to start to change some of your thinking, right? That's going to be very, very important. Because if not, you know, your money is only going to grow to the level of your thinking. So you got to constantly keep outgrowing your money because otherwise it's going to snap back like a rubber band. For sure. So if you're thinking small and you're operating small, well, your money is going to stay small. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. So another thing, too, is associations. Listen, you got to get around good people. People are going to take you up like an elevator. They're going to take you down. Mm-hmm. So your associations are going to be everything, Right. Birds of a feather flock together. My mom yeah. would say this stuff as a kid. At that point in time, I just wasn't receiving it. Now, looking back, she was right. Yes, yeah, Right? Was. Like, a lot of stuff, I'm sure, our parents told us. Right? But the reality is, your associations are going to be key. You know, your income is going to be the average of the five people that you're spending the most time with. Mm-hmm. So, if you're around a bunch of five broke people, you're about to be the sixth. All right, Okay, guys. Gotcha. If you're around yep. five alcoholics, guess what? You're about mm-hmm. to be the, the sixth. sixth. The reality is, you got to get around people who you have more in common with your future than you do with your past. Yes. You know, so your associations are going to be key. You know, not to say, hey, you can't be my friend anymore or anything like that. You just got to limit the amount of time that you're around that or them. And you got to get more time around people who have what you want or that are going in the direction you want. Yeah, That's what I would tell you. Another thing is environment. You got to see something bigger than yourself. Mm -hmm. You got to see something. Travel. Get outside of your neighborhood. You know, start to see you know uh, go go drive the car go test drive the car that you really want go 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 uh tour the apartment building condo or house go go to a show and go see a house that you really would like to live in just to start to give yourself the ability to see something else Mm -hmm. like because the reality is we're all humans we all got the same 24 hours if that can happen for them why can't it happen for you the reality is they paid the price to get to where they're at don't count their bag don't be jealous. Don't be envious of their success. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just work for it. Yeah. Right? Do, do your part. Give yourself something to work with. And then another thing, too, is just be patient. Re- reality is success is not about a dollar amount because, the reality, if that was the case, uh, everyone defines success differently. Yeah. Based off of, you know, whatever they view success. They might be like, all right, $10,000 a month is success to me. But that's small next to someone who thinks $100,000 a month. Yeah. But then someone who only made $100,000 a month. That's small, someone would probably kill themselves if they mes- made less than a million a month. Mm-hmm. So it's all relative to who you're really standing next to. So don't get caught up on the dollar or amount. Get caught up more on the person you're becoming than the process is what I would say. Wow. How about for, you?
1: for me, I would say, you know, find your purpose in life. And as you grow in life, it, your purpose will change. You know, so if you're becoming an entrepreneur and you're starting a certain business and it, it's not serving its purpose it's okay, let it go and keep moving on and find something else, find, find something else in your journey that is going to help you serve the people, you know, and it, it and it makes it much easier when it's, when it's genuine, when it comes from your heart, you know, like before I used to sell, sell skincare, I believe, I still believe in the product, I love the product, you know, um, it was, for me, I'm like, set, when I started selling skincare, I'm like, why would I sell skincare? But it just became so natural and so easy to me to sell the product, you know, and 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 I found my purpose in that. And then we closed that book and that, that journey and we were okay with that, be okay with that. And now, and like for me, now selling real estate, and maybe as a young person, you know, you use real estate as a vehicle to your next journey, and be okay with that too. Yeah. You know, so it doesn't always mean that whatever you're in is gonna be that forever. You know, and you you should be okay with that. Yeah, for sure. And and, and not
2: one thing should ever define you. Mm -hmm. Okay, for sure. You know, like the 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 reality is, you know, like I've always looked at a business as a vehicle. To fund things we really want to do. Yeah. You know, so real estate obviously we're passionate about what we do. We enjoy working with clients, things like that, getting them to their finish line of, you know, their goals. But this is a vehicle to finance other ideas we have in our head. You know, other things we want to invest in and other things we want to pursue as well. And we're leveraging, and now with the team, it's gonna happen a lot faster because we're pulling a lot of more resources together. Yeah. And, you know, it's really like our real estate team with all our partners, it's it's really an investment group. Yeah. And the front side of it is a set up like as a real estate team, but the ultimate goal is to build a real investment group and to leverage the ability to sell real estate to invest and buy more real estate a lot faster. Wow!
0: Well, I appreciate you both. And appreciate you. This man. advice is last was like the cup of t- like the <laughs> bloop, the cherry <laughs> on the top. <laughs> but I appreciate you guys and I respect what you do. I look up to it. Um, you know, um, this, this conversation, it. It just goes to show like you have to have that vision. You have to have that belief and you just have to to go all in. You have to be Mm -hmm. about what you say you're going to be. So um, thank you guys again. What are ways people can uh, contact, reach you? Yeah. So I would promote like
2: uh, follow us online. You can look us up on Facebook and Instagram. Um, Follow Expansion Group, um, TikTok, YouTube soon, Uh, (laughs) Facebook and Instagram as well. You know, that's really the brand that we're building is is our our team. Yeah. You know, so we don't got like you can feel free to shoot us a friend request or whatever too. But sure. really that's the brand that we're building is expansion group. So follow us on any of those platforms. Mm-hmm. Let's stay connected. Be sure to support Spirithead Conversations. All <laughs> days, <brother>. Absolutely. <laughs> uh you know, this is homegrown man. You got to yeah. support local man. We're very big on that. You know, I always mm-hmm. say, you know, follow your dollar, support people that support mm-hmm. you and and we're big proponents on trying to keep the money within the community and and, yeah. and, and when you see an opportunity like this you know it's so easy to to support like these big box brands and companies oh, that sure. are very established already they got a lot of resources behind them but these are those humble beginnings right here that are coming right here from our city that are going to be big you know so you just got a little catch a little vision of where they're going man and xavier i'm so proud of you brother thank you i've seen the work that you put in yeah. and i've seen the brand evolving and growing and i'm so excited to where you're going to take this thing man and i have no doubt that you you know you're going to build one of the biggest podcasts out here man.
0: I appreciate that. I appreciate <laughs> those words. You guys have been great. Um as always, you know, you guys are friends for life. I I love the even the outings outside of the networking. <laughs> um it's always a good time, great time with you guys. I love I love you guys. I love your family. Love you as um, well, bro. Thank and you. definitely we're going to stay connected. So uh thank you again. Thank, and you, for having us. thank yeah. you everyone for listening. Yeah. <laughs> and with that being Spearhead out.